Okay. Let's see what's uh, on my list. Wait, um, what was our intro? Christmas special. It's on my list. <laughs> but wait, didn't we say something at the beginning? No. Yeah, how we, do we do it with a uh, special? Do we actually, well, this is this so is our first. This is our first special. This so welcome special. to our first Christmas special, everyone. Uh, Christmas of 2020. Wow. The one, the one that will go down in history, I'm sure. We never thought very, this day would come. Very weird Christmas, for sure. We're not zombies yet. We're waiting for it. Disclaimer, we're having a little bit of internet problems because, of course, 2020 keeps giving us good times. Lemos. So, just in case, <laughs> we apologize in advance. We are having internet issues. Oh, well. Yeah, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, it's so fine. welcome to officially to the special. We have four movies, of course, related to Christmas. Who would have thought? And um, well, let's. Um, in my case, I picked Home Alone because it's one of my main movies from my childhood. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, I did National Lampoon. Christmas Vacation. Classic. Just, you know, classic. I uh, I decided to go off the beaten track and I picked Gremlins. <laughs> you had to be the different one. I was. Actually, that would have been me. Being the niche, like, one that's not really a Christmas one. <laughs> let's, let's see what the outcome is. Um, and I went ahead and chose It's a Wonderful Life, which is a timeless Christmas classic, in my opinion. So, did. yeah. Very much. Okay, should we um, do it from older to more recent in that case, as we usually do? Yeah, okay, so obviously yes. that's me. Okay. The old soul. So I chose It's a Wonderful Life. Um, I love old movies, so I have to go with this, obviously. Um, it was released in 1946, and it was directed by Frank Capra. And it stars Jimmy Stewart as George Bailey and Donna Reed as Mary. And it was nominated for four Oscars, um, James Stewart for Best Actor in a Leading Role and Frank Capra for Best Director. And it was also nominated for Best Sound and Best Film. I mean, sorry, Best Film Editing. And it won a Golden Globe for Best Director. And I've got some trivia here. I'm just trying to keep it short and sweet. Um, so according to Steven Spielberg, he cites this as one of his favourite films of all time. And it's also ranked as the number one most inspirational movies of all time by the American Film Institute. Um, this film was also added to the US Library of Congress's National Film Registry in 1990 for being culturally, historically or aesthetically significant. And Annie, this is for you because we know you like to count <laughs> in movies. So there are 42, 42 rings are heard over the course of the film. So if Clarence is right, 42 angels have gotten their wings. Aww. So if we, if they counted correctly, then yeah, it's 42, 42 rings, yeah. That's I'll great. Go back yeah. And check. <laughs> call them out if they hadn't counted 42. We'll see. Yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> next? Gremlins, right? It is. It is Gremlins. Okay. So surprisingly, we do have some awards here, but of course, there's this thing called the Saturn Awards, and it just um, really ate it up with the Saturn Awards. 
most of it was you know the special effects it did win best director it did win best supporting actress best horror film um really yeah i don't know that i would feel like it's a horror film i don't know about you guys but this is uh what everybody thought of at the time and i mean it, it does have um sorry it does have a couple of what the f um moments you know when the girl starts telling about how her dad died but i wouldn't I, say it's horror no I think maybe it's just eighties, like that eighties vibe that they had. Yeah, like like punk rock horror in mm -hmm. rotation marks. You know, yeah. it wasn't really literally. Um, so our usual um trivia source, IMDb, doesn't appear to have anything on this film, which I don't know why, um, unless I'm blind. Um, but <laughs> so the film was obviously made in, well, released in 1984. Uh, it was the screenplay was by Chris Columbus. And it was directed by Joe Dante. Um, and I'm struggling to find where, but uh, Spielberg had a hand in uh, the production and stuff with this as well. And it was coming about at a time where, just to prove the point, horror and comedy were proving to be a popular combination in films. So, um, and it was, you know, it, it was popular at the time. It was critically acclaimed, um, generally well received. But there were a few scenes that, were a bit too extreme, which I think they didn't keep in the film. Um, various scenes were cut, including one which portrayed Billy's mother dying in her struggle with the gremlins. Oh my god! With her head oh. thrown, yeah, with her head thrown down the stairs when Billy arrives. Oh my god! <laughs> there was also a scene where the gremlins ate Billy's dog, and a scene where the gremlins attacked a McDonald's, eating customers instead of burgers. Okay, then yeah, it would have been a horror if that was the case. But yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, but not the dog. Come on, the dog is the best. Literally, oh, the dog. dog is the best thing. What <laughs> <laughs> keeps me sane? Could have read into that. During that time of the month. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Gremlins. <laughs> uh, it's me, right? It's <clears throat> you. Mm -hmm. So mine is uh, National Lampoon's Day, Christmas Vacation. Um, it was directed by Jeremiah S. Tachik, um, written by John Hughes um, <laughs> to, you know, Generation Dead. I listened to our podcast. John Hughes is major in the 80s <laughs> for having written probably most of the 80s movies. Um, and it stars, uh, of course, Chevy Chase and uh, Beverly D'Angelo, which a uh, little trivia for my friend Sabrina, she has twins with your man, Al Pacino. Yeah. I did not know that. I'm aware. And it's it's heart, it's heartbreaking. You know, we, life goes on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So Christopher Columbus, actually, I think he has a Christmas theme going on uh, because uh, producer John Hughes originally brought on Chris, Chris Columbus to direct this movie. Um, oh. Yeah, and he actually even, you know, did a couple, he said that he did, he worked a little bit on the movie and those scenes actually are in the film. But uh, he didn't get along with Chevy Chase. After oh, 
Yeah, there is this rumor going on that he's like quite mm-hmm. complicated. So he decided that he couldn't do the movie and he desperately needed work because he was an up and coming director and didn't have a lot of money, but he just said that he can't work with him. Uh, but the next year, uh, John Hughes brought him a very little, small, not well-known movie, which was Home Alone, uh, which became a massive hit and it earned six times the amount of money that Christmas Vacation did with a budget of actually $10 million less. So good on Chris. Uh, uh, this was uh, Mae Questels, who plays Aunt Bethany, uh, final film. She did not, she died in 1998 and this film is from 1989 but she didn't do any other films um after this one and she's actually the voice of betty boob oh, oh hey. that's <laughs> it's so, so cute, cute. <laughs> um so a couple of things about the movie um so chevy chase uh broke his pinky while pan uh, while punching the santa claus uh when he couldn't get the lights on uh, so that's why he had to resort in the middle of the scene to kicking and like, you know, destroying as much as possible the decorations. And that was actually <laughs> because the cameras kept rolling. That was actually the take that they used. He, when he has the rant about his boss, Mr. Shirley, apparently there, there were so many words that he had to say during that rant that each person that was in front of him had like a sign on them with one of the adjectives that he had to use for the rent. And he ended up, my God, this is another count trivia. I did not realize I'll have to go back. He ended up using 30 words to describe Mr. Shirley. We'll see. So it has, actually, it's very related to It's a Wonderful Life for two reasons. One, you can actually see the movie that they're watching it during one of the scenes. And the film it's a Wonderful Life was directed by Frank Capra, as Sabrina pointed out. Capra's grandson, Frank Capra III, was an assistant director on this film. I saw the name and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. I yeah. That. And then there's another, um, like, you know, nod to It's a Wonderful Life, which is with um, the uh, stair post that's loose. So oh, yeah. it, it's a wonderful life. It's always loose. And you can see Jimmy Stewart always like be angry at that. And then uh, Clark Griswold, um, after he cuts down the replacement tree, actually cuts down the loose post from the stairs. And that was a nod to George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, and this one, <laughs> the scene where the cat um uh, by the way spoiler alert the scene where the cat uh gets electrocuted was actually cut from the movie and one of the producers begged to have that scene in and they eventually gave in to to putting it back and after the first test screening the test audience scored the cat electrocution sorry as their number one favorite scene throughout the entire movie oh my god and I almost didn't make it. <laughs> the 80s were different. Yeah, people are, you know, dark. <laughs> uh, and that, that is it. That's, uh, I mean, there was a thousand more, but, you know, we're keeping it 
short and sweet. Yeah, we have four movies to go on about, so yeah. Go for it. Okay, so Home Alone is a 1990 movie directed by Chris Columbus and produced by John Hughes. Uh, John Hughes, sorry, I said John in Basque. Um, which seems to be the ongoing thing um, with these Christmas movies. Uh, it starts Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Catherine O'Hara, etc., etc., etc. Initially, it was supposed to be Warner Brothers, but it ended up being Fox Searchlight because uh, Hughes exceeded the ten million dollar budget. Uh, Catherine O'Hara says that Macaulay still calls her mom when he sees her. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Joe Pesci avoided Macaulay in the set because he wanted to think that he was genuinely mean, so that he wanted Macaulay Culkin to be kind of scared of him. And uh, Bass's girlfriend, you know, the picture of the ugly girlfriend, was a boy dressed up as a girl because uh, Chris Columbus thought that, you know, it would be mean to make fun of a girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, sentence you guys give up or are you thirsty for more was uh, improvised oh. yeah and eventually stayed in the movie and uh, John Candy and O'Hara were really good friends because they had worked in a series together and he died on her 40th birthday um, so it was kind of yeah it was like um, she gave a very um, emotional eulogy at his funeral so they were very good friends and then at the beginning of the movie, I don't know if you remember, but all the shots of Macaulay Culkin are from above, you know, to make him feel small and like everyone was uh, picking on him. And then eventually when he beats the, the thieves, all the shots are from from a, from below so that, you know, he's confident and big and like he's, a, you know, like an improved self. It's really um, cool. Yeah. Uh, John Williams joined when the other composer uh, backed out. And they didn't think he would join the, um, the production because, you know, John Williams uh, was a big name. But apparently he saw a little bit of the movie and he loved the idea. Uh, so, yeah. And so I have very good trivia because you know how you said um, that you can see links to um, It's a Wonderful Life, um, your movie, Annie? There's actually a link in every movie because in Home Alone, when they're in France and you see a movie dubbed in French. Yeah. It's a wonderful oh, yeah. life. It's a wonderful it's life. Wonderful life. It's, yeah. It's the scene where uh, he turns down the, the job. And the same with Gremlins. You know, when the mom is cooking and she's crying, it's the scene where, where she says, you know, our teacher says that uh, every time a bell rings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gets um, yeah. And it was... It was interesting because I hadn't seen the movie for ages. It's a wonderful life. And then I was watching the movies because I watched this one, uh, the last. Like, I, I watched the last one. And I was, like, recognizing those bits. And I thought it was great, you know. We, we couldn't have chosen better because all three That's movies about, were linked yeah. to, the, mm. to the original one. Yeah. And then the other um, trivia is that uh, when Catherine O'Hara is stuck at the airport and she meets John Candy, uh, she's stuck at Scranton. Oh, yeah. He's at the office. Yeah. She says at some point, she says, like, uh, okay, where am I? And she says, Scranton Airport. And I was like, oh my, I was watching it. I was like, oh my God. Nice. Um, right. so, yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. And and that's all the trivia that I got. I love that. For this movie. Okay. Can I ask a general question or should we save it till last? Well, no, no ask it now because it's 
it's present. Let's just be present. <laughs> okay. What was everyone's favorite out of these four? Oh, so yeah. for me, I have to pick two, uh, and with two different reasons. So for me, it's Home Alone in terms of it's my childhood Christmas movie. You know, it's what I grew up with. It's it's the movie for me. And you know, it's funny because when I was watching it, it does kind of feel a little bit like Harry Potter with the movie, with the song and the ling 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 song. Yeah. I, I mean. Harry Potter 1 and 2, you know, where Chris Columbus worked up. Um, but, <laughs> but in terms of liking the movie, I have to go with It's a Wonderful Life. It's a classic. It's beautiful. It has yeah. what a Christmas movie feels like. You know, when I watch a Christmas movie, it's it's like watching a Disney movie, you know, where it's fake. You know, it's not real life. Like, life doesn't work like that. But it makes you feel good because it's what a Christmas movie is about, you know, where everyone helps each other and everyone is happy. And there's a good turnout and you know the ending is cheerful and i don't know i just i love that movie it makes you feel good yeah it's like it's a good they're all good good fun feeling films you know but yeah but it's a wonderful list it's a wonderful list <laughs> it is <laughs> it's a wonderful life has a very it's just heartwarming you know it's something that it makes you feel good inside um you know, it's 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 emotional. It's 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 wonderful. <laughs> um, it's what Christmas is about, you know, to its core, really. But yeah, I I have to agree with you, Arate. For me, it's um, it has to be Home Alone because for me, it's like I know that film word for word, and I can never get bored of it. And it's a wonderful life. Is just a I love my old classical films, so for me, that's very special to me. And yeah, what about you guys? I have to, I have to agree. Like for me, Home Alone is the, uh, like when you think Christmas movie, you like, the, I, I, I cannot believe that nobody would ever mention Home Alone in anybody's list. So, I mean, it's a great, great, fantastic, fun, incredible movie. I love it. Um, it's a Wonderful Life is, you know, just so beautiful. That's the thing. I mean, it just warms your heart. I hadn't seen it in Probably since it came out in 1949. I mean, <laughs> I had a girl. You look good. Thank you. And um, I saw it Saturday night because you know we're in quarantine during COVID, so Saturday nights are quite different this year. And I I saw it, and I was just I honestly I was like snuggled in my bed, and I was just like this. And for the people who only listen to us and can't see us. I was like holding my hand, my head in my hand and just smiling because it's such a beautiful, beautiful movie. Um, I love Jimmy Stewart. Um, I love the message of the movie. Um, it's very hopeful. As So yeah, I would definitely go with those two. As for Christmas movies in general, I am a sucker for chaotic family gatherings yeah. during the holidays yeah, where everything goes wrong, but then everything is right. Um, where they fight at the dinner table and there's a little bit of comedy mixed with a little bit of drama. I mean, I just buy in and listeners can judge me all I want, but I just buy into all of that American Christmas crap. <laughs> I mean, I just <laughs> love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I, I think, yeah, I, I just love it. So yeah. anything that has to do with that, just that's, like for me, the Christmas movies that I like. But you can't, I mean, you can't say anything bad on any of these movies. 
most of them we grew up with and it's just i don't know they're just so great i love them yeah. all and the gremlins the same because i hadn't seen it you know in ages as well and it's still you know it, it i mean it's still a fun movie it's still a really really fun movie and i have i have forgotten how cute giz is my god how cute is he and very uh, baby yoda ish vibes yeah 100 yeah. yeah he's so cute we um obviously uh, i was gonna say i don't know about you guys but i think i do know about you guys but for halloween me and sabrina did like a marathon where we would literally watch two films a day for the entire week of halloween and that's what we've been aiming to do with christmas as well so obviously we've done our movies which we had on our list and then we've done a few other christmas classics as, as well but it's just, it's so great because it's such a fun period and it's kind of like, it doesn't matter what you celebrate or what you do. I think it's that time of year where there's just the spirits kind of up and you've got the music playing and all these films are on and like you link them so much to your childhood. And if you've got good memories, it's like, that's what it brings back. And I, especially with Home Alone and with me, obviously I love the first one, but I remember as a child kind of preferring the second one just because I loved the toy shop that he would go into and that used to always excite me and him being alone in the hotel and I was like wow the cupboard full of all the treats and stuff and it's stuff like that that I just I really love uh, and I also always wanted a gizmo teddy when I was little <laughs> yeah, I feel like we had something that looked like gizmo no we had furbies but I never had a gizmo and I always wanted a gizmo hmm. Yeah. I have yeah. a question. Okay. Maybe it's a controversial question, but I just want to ask. Okay. Do you guys think that I Heart is a Christmas movie? <laughs> yes. This is actually this is actually a, like a debate online. If Die Hard, I know. I, I, I would say it is. Yeah, it's not a feel-good Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas movie. No, what are you talking about? It's you're very. Fucking. I think any film that's set around Christmas time is classed as a Christmas movie because if it's set around Christmas time, then it's Christmas time. Yeah, you know. Okay, so that's the thing. I for me, Christmas movies are your typical Christmas movies. Yeah. Like, so you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas film? Well, I'm. You know. So it's a film you watch like any time of the year, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't. There are movies that I like to watch because it's Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Home like Alone. Love Actually. Yeah, Love Actually, Home Alone. I mean, if it's the middle of the summer, I don't, I mean, I can watch Home Alone if I want to, but it's not something that I'm inspired to do. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm on the fence with Die Hard, but, it, but then, it's an actual debate. No, I know what you mean, because I wouldn't go out of my way to watch a Christmas movie when it's not Christmas, like a traditional feel-good Christmas movie. But Die Hard would be more of a film I could watch anytime. Anytime. Yeah, that's true. So I know what you I mean like by that. But yeah, do you yeah. think that's tough because of the fact that it's such an action film? And like what other films do you have set in and around Christmas that are action films? So it kind of stands out so much in its own right in that respect. Do you know what yes. I mean? But I think I think it comes down to the fact that it's not a um when I mean it's not a feel good, it's not a, like a, it's a wonderful like feel good yeah, movie, yeah. you know, where family gets together and there's like cry like I don't know, it's just crisis because 
family happens and stuff like that. It's to me, Die Hard is the it's the kind of movie that I watch when I want to watch The Rock, for example. You know, when you want to see action, not think about anything, and just enjoy it. Mm. I, I do agree with Sabrina that anything that has Christmas in it, it is a Christmas movie because if they put it in the script, it's because they want to make it, you know, a thing. Funny. Uh, well, yeah, and also because, sorry, you will always make money out of Christmas gimmicks and stuff in general. Like, how much money do you think Mariah Carey makes just because of her one song every Christmas? Mariah doesn't have to work a, another day in her life because she makes millions out of just playing that song for the entire Christmas season. But you know what? She's she's served us, so I think yes. I would be fine, fine with that, you know? She's given her all to everybody. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it, I don't know. I have the same thing happen with, um, with Christmas movies that are just such a cliche, you know? I mean, for example, Netflix Christmas movies, and I'm sure we're going to lose Netflix as a sponsor now. So please forgive me, you guys. As a team, I didn't want to create this problem for us. But Netflix Christmas movies are a slippery slope. Have you guys seen Christmas Chronicles? Christmas it's the one with Carl Russell. Yes. Yeah. No, but I, I do want to see it. I watched I've, the trailer today, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to see it." I've seen the first one, and there's a second one now, right? They did a second one. Yes. Goldie. Yeah. Okay. So I've seen the first one, and it's very, very cute. It's really nice. But um, have you seen the Royal Wedding Christmas, Christmas Royal Wedding, or something on Netflix? I mean, no, but those movies should be illegal. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, they're bad, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you had uh, a Christmas theme in it, you know. It's just, it's bad. It's plain bad, and it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or it's July. But that's the thing. They have like this huge following. Like, for example, I saw. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, I know Arata did. No. Um, I saw the Hulu <laughs> one with Kristen Stewart, The Happiest Season. Oh no! But I watched the trailer. I didn't see the movie. You didn't see the movie, okay? No, no, no. I, no, no. I saw the movie. You guys, you have to see. You like it? I love yeah. Okay. It. Okay. Loved I've been it. wanting to see it for like ages now. Okay, we'll watch it then. I just yeah. thought it wasn't going to be that great. No, because I and I said oh, I know really? Annie mentioned it last time. You really liked it. I really liked it. It's such a simple, you know, chill Christmas movie. It really is. You, I mean, there's not going to be, you know huge plot twist or anything but it's just so so cute and nice and just feel good and um i don't know i fell in love with kristen stewart in this movie like i will say this publicly kristen if you ever listen to this i love you in this movie <laughs> i forgive you for being a, bum a vampire it's fine i don't care I, I i'm sorry i didn't see the twilight movies and for all our twilight fans i'm really really sorry you can send me hate mail afterwards, but I love her in this movie. I got a crush on Kristen Stewart in this movie. That's how much uh, I loved her in this movie. Yeah, I, I do feel like I'm getting over um, both her and Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah. Like, I deeply like them, but I'm okay with them now. I think they're good. Yeah, like at first, everyone was going on about Kristen Stewart, and you know, like I, I got it. But then I watched um, Charlie's Angels, the recent one. Yeah, that's okay. really bad. No, wait, I really enjoyed it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I, didn't, I didn't mind Kristen Stewart in it. It actually made me like her because I was like, oh, she's cool. Like she's <laughs> saying to me, Belinda, I really liked it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Yeah, I, I really I've enjoyed actually, it. I, I've asked Arrate this. I think I was saved from the whole Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson mania because I didn't watch any of the Twilight movies ever. I haven't even read the books. Like I, I wasn't a part of that. Um, vampires just don't do it for me. You know, what am I going to do? Um, so I've seen them in their other projects and they're actually really good actors because they do a lot of indie stuff and like really weird stuff. And then she goes on and does Charlie's Angels. It was like, oh my God, what is going on? But then she, the Christmas movie and it was just so great. So yeah, I'll, I'll disagree. I'll respectfully disagree with Charlie's Angels. She's just so wonderful that I have a crush on her, so I'll forgive her. Um, okay, so shall we start dissecting every movie? Yes, cut open everything. Yes, yes operation. Okay. Um, it's a wonderful life. It's just wonderful. It is. It's just. It really is. It's really, really nice. I just love the message of the movie. I know I'm like going way ahead, but that's what really does it for me with this movie. It's such a, and I don't know, when I was watching it, it's especially this year, it's such a important message to, to really, you know, take into account with everything that's happened this year and how, uh, how important the simple things are and how we have to appreciate them. And, you know, I tend to put myself down and, and maybe, you know, it makes you think maybe some things wouldn't have happened if I wasn't here, you know, so it's 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 really important. I think it's a really really nice message, a beautiful message. Um, it's inspiring. It's simple. It's something I think every human being on this planet can relate to. Um, we all feel, you know, down sometimes, and we all, you know, sometimes question why you know things happen to us and why only you know quote unquote can happen to us and and not take into consideration everything that's going around and how we're all you know, connected in some way and I don't know it's just um it, it, you know it, it struck a chord this year I have to say it really did mm -hmm. I agree yeah that's actually what I was going to say it's like any for anyone that's going through shit this year which I'm sure everyone is, a lot of people are, you know, everyone's going through something. And I think it's a great movie to watch, especially during these times. Not only is it Christmas, but there are people who are spending Christmas time alone. You know, you don't know what they're going through. So it's, 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 it's a very relatable movie in that respect. And you can, I think any human can relate to that film, um, no matter your circumstance. And I think everyone should watch this movie. It's not just a Christmas movie. I think it's just a movie about life. It's it's a beautiful film from start to finish. I think the acting is amazing. The storyline, the premise, it's so simple, but it it gets to the point and it's very it, it makes you think, you know, especially if you're feeling ungrateful for certain things in your life. You have to understand that people might have it worse than you and yeah, basically. It's 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 like a, a beacon of hope, you know. Yeah. Because Christmas time, it's like okay, obviously for people who believe it's a spiritual time as well um for other people it's a time of celebration i think for most people it's a time of being together and showing compassion you know and this film is very much about that it's you know being compassionate having empathy and i think it's 
like you said, it's actually the best way to describe it. It's just the message of the film is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think it also, it doesn't, you don't even have to go to this year. I think we all feel at some point with family and friends that you give, give, mm -hmm. give, and sometimes you don't get back. Yeah. And in in this film, he, he makes big sacrifices for all of us. And at some point you're like, oh my God, you have to put yourself first, George. You know, it's like you're, but then he gets so much in return that yeah. you kind of, it's what Clarence tells him, you know? Mm. I mean, you need friends to be rich and that's, yeah, that's how it goes. And that's, that's, it's a beautiful message, you know? Yeah. Like, you and I love Clarence. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the best. He's a G. You don't have to let yourself be blinded by the fact of, I'm always giving and I never receive anything in return because you, you do. It's just that you don't you don't pay attention to it. But um yeah. Whoever is spirit spiritual or you know, is follows a specific religion. But I always say one of the biggest blessings is knowing well not knowing, but if someone has you in their prayers and they're praying for you and you don't know. That's all I wanted to say, sorry. <laughs> and then the audio messed up. Oh, it's a beautiful message. Um I'm not religious. But I, I do consider that message like really important when um, maybe in my case, not that I'm praying for someone or that I'm in someone's prayers, but someone somewhere is thinking about me and wishing me well. And I do the same with my friends and family. And um, I don't know, it, I think it's important. And I, and I think it's also important to to go back to the message, you know, that Clarence says, I um, that inscription that he puts in in the book, you know, that, you know, no man, and I'll add woman, is a failure when, you know, they have friends and when they have friends and family and, and just to the core, the Christmas spirit, the Christmas season is that, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. being with whomever you love in any way that you want. And just, um, and try not to kill them in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, I love what you said, Sabrina, that it's a movie about life. Because it really is. And, um, you know, if we really go to the nitty gritty of the movie and we say, well, is it a Christmas movie? It completely is. Even if it starts and it goes through the entire, all the seasons and all the years that it goes by, it just, you know, gets to the core of what the Christmas message should be. Yeah. Although I don't think Phoebe would think so. <laughs> oh the God. end, the end. Just when you think it can suck anymore, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I love that movie. I hadn't seen it in ages, so thank thank you for, for choosing it because honestly, um I just want to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think it was the perfect movie to choose, especially in this current climate, you know, with everything yeah. going on. Um and yeah, it doesn't hurt that the fact that it's Christmas as well, so it's perfect. It goes hand in hand. And it also randomly made appearances in Everywhere. all the other movies that we chose. So, yeah, because it's influenced, like, you know, yeah. pop Christmas culture so much. It is a big film. So for any of our viewers who haven't seen this film, It's a Wonderful Life, I know it's an old movie, so if that's not your thing, um, just give it a go. And it's a, it's, it's a wonderful movie. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. I highly, highly recommend it. And it's already in, you have a coloured so you can see it in color as well and not just in black and white also can we talk about how they kissed in all movies i love it they just smash at each other and they just move their heads 
very passionately. <laughs> I love all cases in cinema. She's I so agree. It's such a thing. Yeah. Just Sorry, my, my puppy's misbehaving. One second. Can I just say, I don't remember the last time we had alcohol. Yesterday. Oh, was it yesterday? Yes. What did I drink yesterday? Prosecco. Oh, you know, I had yesterday. Okay, well, that doesn't count. But the last time I had whiskey, I don't remember the last time I had whiskey. But it just makes me sad because I just wish I was on holiday drinking whiskey at a bar where the guy that I asked whiskey from is giving me a hard time. <laughs> and he's Italian, he randomly. And... Did he call you princess? Princess. He did say, yeah, princess. princess. I wasn't asking princess. for much, I just asked for whiskey, and he just got, you know, he had that, that <laughs> attitude. It was great. I loved him. <laughs> I love how you asked for whiskey, and they said, But I want it in a cup like this much, but with ice, yeah. but not so many. And he was like, Oh my god, yes, princess, I'll give you your whiskey. <laughs> You're talking about Italy, yes. Oh my god, best trip ever. Okay, I've decided um, to let my puppy roam. Whatever he destroys, he destroys. I don't care. So, Gremlins. I think I haven't seen this movie probably since I was like 10. Something like that. Um, so, it felt good watching it again. But as I said before, it did have a couple of fucked up 80s moments where... I mean, first of all, weird way to die for the girl's dad. I think it's the way nature has to say, well, maybe you had to go. Um... <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but a grown man going down a chimney? Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, what do you think Santa does? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, apart from that, the way uh, she's telling the story and the guy is still, you know, trying to get the phone to work, like he's clearly not listening to her. It, it was, that was weird. Uh... But the story is great, you know, how it's a very 80s movie, you know, how they go about yeah. the three rules, you cannot break it, you know, how the storyline develops, it's it's very 80s. And it's great watching these movies again, you know. Um, I don't know, I like it. It's a, it's a, it's a great classic. And it, it hasn't aged very well in terms of, you know, special effects whatsoever. But it's it's still good, you know, it's still... A classic it's something we grow up with and it cannot get wrong yes it's still creepy as fuck though i will say <laughs> i mean the, the the last sentence where and remember you can always find a yeah. gremlin underneath your yeah, bed yeah. Like, i don't want to listen to that but that's how it is you know it's I exactly know, like, I yeah wanna, i don't want to listen to that in any movie that's the thing like i don't want to i don't want something under my bed like that's one of my worst fears, and I actually have to check under my bed now. Thank you very much. We're good, <laughs> but yeah, it, it. But I, I mean, despite the creepiness around it, it's still such a fun classic movie. Yeah, and I don't know. He's cute. He's, He's most cute. cute. Oh, the guy. The guy. Yeah. Yeah. Gizmo's super cute. Gizmo's adorable. So, yeah, I, I want a Gizmo. Mm. Well, no, because I'm probably the kind of person who's going to get him wet or feed him after midnight because she doesn't remember. So I don't want to give. That's literally all you're going to do, yes. Yeah, I don't think we'll be all the rules. Yes, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. I'll be like, fuck it, go anarchism. <laughs> <laughs> and then the world will be destroyed. They actually did mention something about the... Um... So, a famous urban legend is referenced in the film. 
in which Kate reveals in a speech that her father died at Christmas when he dressed as Santa Claus and broke his neck while climbing down the family's chimney. After the film was completed, the speech proved to be controversial and the studio execs insisted upon its removal because they felt it was too ambiguous as to whether it was supposed to be funny or sad. I mean, when a man's dying like that and you can't tell whether it's supposed to be funny or sad, it's a good point. I mean, yeah, but it still kills the vibe, you know, because you're fighting yeah. gremlins and then suddenly she tells that sad story and you're like, I don't know, it doesn't feel yeah. organic to the story. Well, here's the thing. The director uh, insisted he wanted, he refused to take the, the scene out. He insisted on having it in the film. So basically that's what happened. <laughs> um, Spielberg did not like the scene, but despite his creative control, he viewed Gremlins as Dante's project and allowed him to leave it in. And the scene is also parodied in the second movie. Well, at least he gave him creative control. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, I, like, I like Gremlins. It's not one of my favourite films in general, um, or Christmas films, but I'm glad we chose it because at least it was a different pace to compare to the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, it's just, I love 80s movies. Um, I don't know if whenever this episode will go live, whether I mention it in the other episodes, but 80s for me are just, I wish I grew up in the 80s. Yeah. I wish I grew up in the 80s, but um, I love 80s. I just love the 80s vibes. In all the movies, there's always this like dark, like, yeah. I don't know, there's always some a dark like energy or whatever about the films, but they're not necessarily horror films, you know, but they have this like punk rock horror they have undertone theme. like that's... yeah it's very dark undertones in all the movies but whether or not it's a comedy or whatever it's like still there and you can feel it but it's not like a bad thing i, I love that and gremlins has that even though it's a christmas movie and it's supposedly a kids film right and yet well i mean that, that again that was debatable it's like it was borderline what they didn't know what how many scenes it would take to determine whether it would go from a PG rating up to whatever it was. But I mean, it's it's ultimately a it's a Christmas. It's oh, it was a PG, right? I think it was like PG thirteen. Yeah, that's you know. I mean, if if I watched that movie as a kid, I'm pretty sure I'd be traumatized. Well, I watched it, and but then again, I don't know. Actually, then again, I used to watch like The Grudge when I was young, so I don't know. Would I be traumatized? Probably not. But I mean, Annie, you mentioned the ending, the line. You know, if you see a gremlin under your bed or whatever, it's like spooky. It's it, it that stuck with me because I don't think, yeah, <laughs> I don't think um I watched the gremlins when I was young. I actually watched it in my early like I mean, I'm still in my early twenties, but I watched it in my early twenties, um, not long ago. I watched yeah. it like a few years ago, I think. Um, so yeah, it's it's um. Not something I could say I grew up with watching, unfortunately. But I, I still appreciated it. I mean, Arate was right, it didn't age well in terms of the visual effects, but the 80s had this thing with like their um animatronic and puppet yeah. people, yeah. right? Um but it's I like still ET. find charm Yeah, exactly. exactly. But I still find charm in that. It doesn't put me off or anything. Charm is exactly that. Um, I still enjoy those films mm. for what they were and what they are. Um but Gizmo's the cutest thing ever. Um, it's just a shame he has to spawn these horrible creatures. <laughs> yeah, um, that scene would always like really freak me out. Even as a child, like when his like fur balls would pop out, and even now I'm just like, <laughs> like I never yeah. liked it as a child. I still don't like it now. Yeah, it's also because you get the vibe of him being scared, and you're like, oh my god, something bad is about to happen. Yeah. You know? It's horrible. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's scared. He can't do anything. Like, he's just, yeah. you know, he's Helpless. so cute. That's why he's so cute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Christmas vacation. Tell us about Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Mr. Difficult, right? Yeah, he was difficult. Talk about a movie that is a classic in my family. The house. What is happening? (laughs) Well, sorry. My puppy is under the table. Sorry. It's too bad because he was fast asleep for hours today. Lur. He just wants to join in on the fun. Yeah. I know, but fun for him is biting my feet. Hey. <laughs> Am I showing my butt? Yeah. Yeah, you are. It's a shame the viewers can't see that. That was so sexy. I'm, I'm like George Bailey. If you want the moon, I'll get the moon for you. <laughs> Thing is, I saw something white and I thought it was like a long shirt. <laughs> no, it's just me. It goes on and on. Okay, sorry, what were we? We were going to start on a Christmas vacation. Okay. And what I said was um, talk about a movie, a Christmas classic that is like a classic classic in my family. Yeah. Yes. I mean, just um, I, I told my mom we were watching it. <clears throat> for the podcast and she's like oh my god I want to watch it now and she watched it last night it I mean I love this movie it's so, so funny I know it, it's borderline like ridiculous funny he, I mean it's like everything that happens to him and to the house and just how wrong everything goes it's just so so funny I mean He's amazing in this movie. I know he's a complicated character as a person, and Chevy, you know, we understand, but he's really, really <laughs> great in this movie. The vacation for me is um, the best. Like, his comedy is insane. I love ridiculous comedy. It's the best. You know, like, just the way his, his facial expressions and <laughs> the things that happen in the film, like with that when the tree catches on fire and you just see the part. fire, like, in the, <laughs> in the background shit like that just kills me like it's airplane is the perfect example because it's of the ridiculous comedy it's like that kind of stuff just gets oh. all the time you know so i was really excited to watch this movie when you picked it annie because it's for me it's again it's like a staple for us my mom loves this movie it's, it's just amazing. hilarious for me the 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 scene that does it like well the squirrel scene is just it's so epic but <laughs> When he he's putting on the lights, and he gets cut yes. like caught, and he loses his his uh, his shirt, <laughs> he, he goes back and then pushes pushes from the tree to go back to to the window, and you see him like struggle to how to handle the 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 ladder, and it's just so, it's such a nuanced thing, and it's but it's just to see him struggle how to grab a ladder just gets me every time or when when you know just when you see the car with the christmas tree and the roots because he forgot the saw and (laughs) i i mean it i don't know like i said in the beginning movies christmas movies that have this chaotic side to them because of chaos that family brings into uh christmas I'm, I just love them. Wait, 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 but wait. This was the first time you were watching it, right? You, yeah. Oh, she's never seen it. Oh, oh my God. So um, it's just that this kind of humor is not my thing. Like, airplane is not my thing. I never I never okay. really enjoyed those kind of movies. Oh, no. 
I so, was gonna ask you. I was like, if you so, do you find like the Naked Gun and Airplane and all those movies? If you don't find them funny, then you yeah, yeah, this is it's, for you. It's but the same to be thing. fair, um, you know, how is it in English? Crazy Police Academy or yeah, Police Academy, yeah, Police Academy. It's kind of like that, but I yeah. I do like it probably because I I watched it when I was a kid. So probably if I had seen this movie when I was a kid, I would have enjoyed it. It makes sense. But I'm not in the right mindset for it now. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, because. Yeah. Um, Am I still going to be welcome in your family, Annie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we like dissenters. They still like me. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like... Um, no, what you say makes sense because um, that happened to me with a movie about the machine that flies. What, what was it called? Radio Flyer. Radio My yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that happened to me saying, you know, I understand why this movie is so important when you watch it as a kid. But when you watch it as an adult for the first time, it, it, it can, you know, you see it in a different light. Yeah. yeah. See, for us, we grew up with, like, the silly, ridiculous comedy. We, we grew up with Police Academy. We grew up with Aeroplane, with Naked Gun, with National Lampoon's Vacation, Christmas Vacation. So for us, these movies are very, like, special to us. It's a normal thing, like, the, the comedy, the, the ridiculous humour. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it would be the same if I watched uh, Gremlins or or even home alone for the first time you know maybe yeah. i would not have liked it but now i'm liking it because it's part of my childhood so if i had seen this movie when i was a kid probably i would have liked it yeah i get that i think um, I've never films from that era. you don't like chevy chase it's not I, it's not that I've, i'm not a fan of his it's just that we've coexisted in this planet you know chevy chase and i and <laughs> about the movie now i for example i found the the squirrel scene funny but not haha funny, like enjoyable. And not so much about the cut. I, I was a bit, uh, I don't know. I didn't like the brother character, you know? I found it too, too, white, too white trash, unnecessary white trash. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But you haven't seen, you haven't seen Vacation. You haven't no, seen the summer. No, I haven't seen the okay. first one. So, okay. That's from what, 1983? 84? 83, yeah. But I'm, I'm seeing that it has yeah. John Candy yeah. in it, so I'll probably give it a try. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry to be the. No, who no, it's fine. It's fine. I think, yeah, it, it does make sense that you say that these movies should be watched during a certain stage in our lives. And that that is, I mean, what you felt during your first watch is what stays with you. And that's why I yeah. still love that movie. Uh, it, so it makes sense. I love it. I mean, it, I die laughing every. I mean, I don't watch it every year. I had I haven't seen it in a while, but every time I watch it, like I die laughing. Just it, it's so so funny, and there's there are so many details that you see um, after watching it so many times. You always find a new detail. Um, speaking of which, I had to go back because you know the scene where the wife is holding his crotch. I was like, "Did I see that?" Okay, I had to go back and and make sure that she was really holding his crotch. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that that was um, so? This was actually part of the trivia on IMDb that that wasn't scripted. Oh, it's how this? Yeah, it's how the scene came out, and she just went for the crotch, and. Then <laughs> And then she stayed that's there. The, she come. That's the take that, that, that was left. Yeah. She come. She set a fire and she was like, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> okay. Good. Good, 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 good. 
Okay. I, sorry. Oh, yeah. Are you done? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually thought we were done with all the movies. I forgot about Home Alone. Your movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, which is I forgot about the movie, just like the mom forgot about his kid. <laughs> I mean, Home Alone is just perfection in every single yes. way. It's yeah. so, He's so cute. Yeah. He was. He, he, was, he was, so was so cute. Yeah, Harley yeah. Culkin. He's like so squishable. But as a Christmas movie, yeah, I mean, it's just perfection. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's glorious. Like I'll never, ever, ever get bored of it. No. And yeah. I can watch it any time of the year, any day, any time. <laughs> yeah. It's I'll never get bored. And that goes say, the same for um, Home Alone too. Like that's a successful sequel. You know how sequels uh, yeah. can be really yeah. yes. Home Alone yeah. two is another iconic film, like on its own. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's just a great franchise. Forget how many more did they make after that. Um, I, I think they made a third one, and then they made a remake recently. Yeah, God, please just don't stop. Third one is shit, right? Yeah, I don't recall it really. I think it was very whatever, and I believe that the um, remake was on TV recently, and my mom just happened to have it on. I didn't know what she was watching, but after seeing a few scenes, I put two and two together. They've obviously just sort of translated it more into, you know, the contemporary times for children these days, I guess. Yeah. You know how there are books and movies that you will that you grew up with that mm. you will absolutely one hundred percent make your kids watch or read. Yes, Home Alone is one of those. Like hundred percent. Yeah. If I ever have kids, my children will not grow up without watching Home Alone. No, same with Harry Potter. Oh. I'm sorry. And um, the Princess Bride. And, <laughs> I mean, the Princess Bride is. I mean, I'll have that drink while I'm giving birth. That's for sure. Um. <laughs> um but it's aged so well because um, all my friends have kids and they already have more grown-up kids, you know, that can understand a movie and can sit through a movie like five, six years old. And a friend of mine sent me a picture that she was watching Home Alone with her daughter. And she and the and the, the little girl loves the movie. Well, so it, it's yeah. aged so well. I think it's for it's for everybody. It's it's perfection. The thing is that I think it also, they save the storyline because the first thing you wonder when you're watching is like, how the fuck is a mother going to forget her son? But they, they Yeah, it's so like surreal. Like, it how is can surreal. You but at the same time, it's ho it's so hectic in the house that you kind of understand, you know, like it would happen to me too. But also the way she behaves when she knows that he's home alone, how she tries to communicate with everyone, how she's not waiting for the for the flight and she's uh, willing to take six different flights. And, you know, eventually they get home at the same time. But she went through the rough trip. It kind of, I think it makes it, it saves the, the whole thing. Because it, that's what a mom would do, you know. Like, she wouldn't yeah, give up course. on anything to get to her son. And she would feel bad, you know. And it's also very accurate. Because the dad doesn't think at any point, like, oh, I'm a bad dad. You know, I forgot my kid. But that's something that she goes on about. Like, what kind of mother am I that I forget my own kid? Yeah, yeah. And um, she's the one who has that feeling. Also. Yeah, uh, and that, that also happens today. We still live in that era, you know, even though things changed a little bit. And you can, I don't know, I think you can relate to her in so many levels that it, it aged really well. And also, I want to know what they do for a living to have such a huge house. 
This has been like such a topic. This is a thing. This is a whole thing. Like someone literally sat down and made calculations for the entire, like the house, the type of neighborhood, the types of jobs they would need, the actual cost of the holiday at that time, what kind of money would go into the flights and everything. (laughs) Someone literally sat down and did the calculations. I wish I could find this article. If I do find it, I'll share it with you guys later. But it is a thing. Because they also have five kids, you know. At some point, you don't really know how many kids they have because they they have the the nephews and the nieces, and it's yeah. kind of like a. But then at the end of the movie, when you see they have five kids, it's like, how on earth? I mean, and I'm pretty sure that they're gonna be the kind of kids that end up in college as well. How do you pay for that house, five kids, tuition? I mean, yeah, it's a well, movie. Not paying public health care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, is that a wrap? Is it, does anybody else have anything to say about the movies yeah. that we chose? We didn't say anything about Joe Pesci. Like, he's like, oh, I'm Catherine O'Hara. She's iconic. Yeah. Like, for those of you who haven't seen Shit's Creek, My Catherine God. O'Hara is the shit. She's amazing. She's incredible. And um, shout out to Joe Pesci, who is just the king of everything. Everything. I love him. I feel, I feel, I feel like, like Catherine O'Hara has been the best mom in the best movies, like Home Alone. She's the mom in... Yes, and Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yeah. But I feel like she has the same haircut somehow. I mean, not the same because she has the curly little thingy, but she also has a, a fringe. And I feel like she's always had the same haircut through the 80s. Well, blame the stylists, I guess. Well, she rocks it. No, yeah, she does. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think we can say it's a wrap, right? It's a great movie. That's it. If you haven't seen it, just uh, guys, just stop your life, go watch it, and actually think why the heck you haven't seen it so far. Yeah, seriously, go and write lines like you would do in primary school. Your teacher told you off. Yeah. I must watch Home Alone. I must watch Home Alone. Okay, um, lightning round. Are we ready for this? Oh, we have to score first, right? Well, scoring, oh, yes. My oh my god. Guys, we haven't done it for so long. We haven't, like, it, we haven't recorded it for such a long time. Okay, let's We score. are rusty as hell. Okay. Let's, let's talk. It's a season to be jolly. Fa la 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 Sabrina, you're up first. It's a season to be jolly. Okay, so it's a wonderful life. Um, Annie scored it a 9.1. Arata, you okay? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> scored it a 9.2. Belinda scored it an 8.9. And I scored it, I'm ashamed of myself. I scored it an 8.7. Sure. Okay. Oh. Listen, I think honestly, oh. Sophie, you need an intervention ASAP. This was your movie. It's one of your favorite movies. It had all, you know, the, it. It does have all the checklists that you love, and you still manage no, to score. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I think we're too easy. I don't know. I I don't know whether to. I'm not going to change my score. I think maybe the problem is us. You know, we're too easy. We're the Violet, and she's the Mary. I don't know. I'm gonna say from now when you do Scarface if your film does not score a 10 out of 10 there is actually something wrong with you if by yeah. the time you pick Scarface yeah, here's the thing it's a wonderful life I mean go back and listen to everything that you said about the movie honestly okay listen I'm gonna stick with what I've yeah but we will say in her defense that an 8.7 is basically a 10 for her that is a very high score yeah true no I mean eight an 8.7 is a solid score a very good score. I mean it's a great a score, score. 
Yeah. No, it is a good score. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go back on that and say it's just because you put the lowest out of everybody. That's all it is. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. So, anyway. So, solid, I will just say from now. Annie gave it 7.1, Arate 7.6, Me Too 7.6, and Sabrina a 7.3. Uh, Christmas Vacation. I'm about to give it a 6.9. I feel like we have to have a different episode just to try and analyze this. So I'm not going to bore <laughs> our listeners with this. But we'll talk. <laughs> um, Belinda gave it, yeah, Belinda gave it a 7.6. Sabrina gave it a 7.8. And I gave it an 8.6. Are you going to guys kick me out? No, but I mean a 6.9. Let me see. It's Let like me break outsiders. Down. That's like what you scored. Um, Let's go back to Outsiders. Because that was the. No, go to, go to Wings of Desire. Yeah, okay. go, yeah actually. Go, yeah. Go to yeah. Wings of Desire. Yeah, I know we said we can't compare, but go to one of the bad ones for her. Or my dinner with Andre. I mean, go, go to one of those. Okay, you gave the conversation a 6.9, and it's the same score as Christmas Vacation. Fine. I mean, I'm sorry, it's higher. Which one was the conversation? The one with Jean Hackman? The one with Jean yeah. Hackman and with the saxophone. Oh my god, the never-ending movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for the shit that I've had to put you guys through on this podcast with yeah, the but, movies yeah. that I've chosen. The oh, that's, that's okay, because higher. now he was Annie. Now he was Annie. Oh, no! Put me through shit. <laughs> So everyone's had a turn at this point. It can't have been that bad. <laughs> Come on. Okay. And Arade, you're up. Uh, so Home Alone, we have a 9.4 for Annie, 8.7 for Belinda, 8.7 for Sabrina as well, and I gave it a 9.1. But what's the most important thing here, guys? A Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. It happened because Sabrina gave her first 10. Yay! You know, it's real. It's not the parents. It's real. Yeah. I have to say at what though, because this is this yeah. will only happen one time because this is actually a one-off because of the special. <laughs> yeah. So I put a ten under Christmas level of how Christmassy this movie is. So I put a ten under Home Alone. That was mm -hmm. the first ten for me. It's it's a fair ten. It's a fair ten. It's, it's a very fair ten. It's an easy ten. <laughs> I put it in my disclaimer at at our intros that, you know, movies are going to get a 10 from me. <laughs> yeah, where is it gone? What can I say? Oh I mean, I showed God. my bad. It doesn't get easier than that. <laughs> okay. Lightning round. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yes. Sabrina, it's yours. Okay. First lightning round question. Best Christmas song? I was going to pick Boney M, the, um, the Christmas song. What's the Christmas song by Boney M? It's Boney M when the child is born. Yeah, that's my favorite Christmas song. Okay, so we both have the same one. Oh, wait, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where they're swearing all the time, the Irish one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that song. Me too. Yes, I love it. Yeah. I love that one and the one from New Year's, the one, the old line sign. I yeah. love that song. It always that's makes one of my favorites. I was going to say that one. Yeah, it makes me emotional. And it happened when I was watching It's a Wonderful Life that I cried a little bit. And I think it's because uh -huh. of the, it was the climax of the movie. And then, you know, the, the, the song always makes me emotional. And then it makes me think of when Harry met Sally. And it's just like a lot of emotions at the same time. It is um, one of those. Yeah. yeah, it is one of those. But then I have to go Basque. 
because those are like the oh. American ones. Uh, but there's a Basque Christmas song that I love. Um, that it's about the family gather gathering, and it's a song that my mom used to love. That it was a. Uh, it's called Ator Ator. Ator means like um, um. Uh, and yeah, it's about uh, the family that calls the son home. And it says, uh, you will see your dad smile because your mom is loving it and you're all singing by the fireplace because the fireplace is a, a very important thing in the Basque country, you know, like in the in the um, typical old houses because the, the yeah. fireplace is where the family would gather. Uh, so, yeah, I love that song. I'll, I'll send it to you later so you can listen to it. For me, so I love anything that is Christmas carols. I love them. Um, if I have to choose a song, um, I think I would go with uh, Holy Night. Yeah. I really That's a beautiful that one. one. Yeah. Um, I love um, I love the New Year's song. It, I always get emotional with that song. It's such a beautiful one. And I really love um, Santa Baby. I, I love yeah. that. The Eartha Kit song. Eartha Kit. Oh, 100% Eartha Kit. I think... Her. I'll add Earth a Kit as well because it's another one of my favorites. And I was actually going to say Jingle Bell Rock as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I just love Christmas music and just like mm -hmm. it, it makes me super, like, I don't know, emotional and um, cozy. It's just, it, I, I love it. All right. Lightning round number two. Question number two. Lightning round number two. Best Christmas movies, apart from the ones that are on the list. And we've already chosen them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> We've, we've gone through it, but like, this will be an easy question. Okay, well, I'm going to put for me, my favorite Christmas movies are It's a Wonderful Life and um, Home Alone, one and two. Um, yeah. Oh, and Elf. Oh my God. Elf is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, I was actually struggling to choose between It's a Wonderful Life and Elf, but I decided to go with It's a Wonderful Life because I thought we needed a balance yeah. between the rest. I mean, in my case, yeah. I think it would be also It's a Wonderful Life and Home Alone. But in order to not add the ones that we've picked, I think I'm going to go with Love Actually. Yes! I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Love Actually. <laughs> and it's I'll, a classic. I'll, my favorite movie is Home Alone, for sure. Mm. Uh, it, will, it will always be my go-to, but Love Actually is just perfection as well. Yeah. So yeah, you. I'll put Love Actually just to stray away from the list that we have. I put um, The Grinch, the one with Jim Carrey, because I love that film. Yeah, I just added that too because it's one of my favorites as well. It's so good. <laughs> and um, I really love um, A Nightmare Before Christmas. I love, oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, that would have been a great movie to have picked. I actually regret not having chosen that, but um, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm glad I gave Gremlins its its yeah. place. He's one of my favorite Christmas characters. Definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah. Definitely. And I, yeah. And I actually love the fact because um, if you're just tuning into this podcast, I'm not a fan of any horror films and <laughs> Skeleton would actually do it for me. Sweet. He'd be like five feet too tall, I think. Not too skinny for me. Okay, my turn. What's your Christmas wish for this year? This year or for can I wish for the future? Because I don't think I can wish for anything for <laughs> the future. <laughs> <laughs> this year is gonna be a struggle to I mean my sanity. Can I wish for my sanity? 
I no, wish I just, I, yeah, I just want to go back to normal. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, if I, okay, I'll be very specific in this order. I wish for uh, health above all, yeah. because this year health has been number one. So I wish for health. Um, and yeah, just to go back to normal. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, yeah, just to go back to normal. That's my Christmas wish. I'm going to wish for three things that I always wish and pray for in life in general. And that is health, happiness, and success. And I want that for all of us. She's so nice. Yeah. It's for all of us, for the future and for today, for tomorrow, for all of time. Okay, now me and Arate can wish for sports cars for all of us since you guys got us covered in the health and department. money. <laughs> can you please wish that I win the lottery? Please do so. I will, I'll just wish that everyone wins the lottery. Let's okay. be superficial. Yes, I want a Ferrari to Starossa and I want money. Yeah, that's my superficial um, wish. <laughs> okay, then I wish that all of us get um, super hot sugar daddies. Oh, yes. That's Come on. Very nice wish. That's the best wish. Yeah. Because they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, just like let's say the Christmas wish for the year, as in the year ahead from this Christmas to next, just for a generally happy and healthy year with better moments than this one but even then this one still brought some gems with it so you just have to be grateful for what you've got um and that's a wrap we wish you happy holidays um, happy hanukkah wherever you are merry christmas happy hanukkah happy new year um i feel like we should say it in all the languages of the world but you know just enjoy whatever culture you belong to. And yeah. And We're just grateful to finish. For our listeners. Huh? Yeah. 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 Grateful for our two listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's a season to be jolly. Ba la 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 we can combine our beautiful voices. <laughs> We're in the same life, wavelength. Um, so yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. My ass is killing me on these chairs. I know. This is literally how I sit every day at work. Yeah, but, but why don't you put padding on it? Because I have my own. No. <laughs>